don't, Ooh, no, na, don't, na, no, don't sing wee. that. No. Ooh, na, no, na. no. I don't. First of all, we is fucking raw. No. Steak tartare. I don't know how it goes. Have you ever had oyster on a half shell? Steak tartare. Mm. It's pretty gross. Yeah, I bet. Isn't it just yeah with a, raw. a little raw egg sitting on top of it? Yes, yeah, it's just like raw beef, raw cow. What is that? What is it? What, what, what is it with rich people? They're like, we'll eat gross stuff. And Let's pretend do it's something good. disgusting, yeah. darling. Shit on my coffee table. Let's be filthy little pigs. Who is that guy who liked to have actresses or models shit on his glass <laughs> coffee table while he <laughs> laid underneath it? Is that it's like Tom, a famous director Tom or something. Hanks? Tom Hanks. Was it? America's dad. Was it? A lot of people, you know, a lot of people believe that Tom Hanks is in, in that uh, pedophile ring, the Hollywood pedophile ring. That's one of those things where I think. You keep talking. I'm going to Google. You're going to Google. Shitting <laughs> on coffee table glass coffee table make sure you put okay. glass coffee table glass glass coffee table Co- shitter shitter fetishist keep going okay i think the thing with tom hanks where people assume he's in a pedophile illuminati or whatever is uh sort of uh they're preparing it's a defense mechanism they're preparing themselves because he's so perfect and charming that it almost seems unnatural and they don't want to be disappointed when they find out he's a scumbag so right ellen degeneres is currently being canceled in a way people are just done with ellen well i was uh sorry i googled shitting on a glass coffee table i didn't find out who the famous guy was but that's called a glass bottom boat <laughs> glass, when you do that that's glass the term. bottom boat yeah that sounds so nice Man, I wish I could figure out who. My girlfriend defecating on a glass coffee table. Yahoo answers. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hold on, I'm clicking on it. Okay. Uh, my girlfriend defecating on a glass coffee table. I recently discovered a video of my girlfriend defecating on a glass coffee table. Excuse me. Doing other sexual things on camera with her ex. <laughs> it was hidden under her clothes. Uh, what, like a VHS tape? In what her you... clothes wardrobe in our home. This sounds made up. It her was... clothes wardrobe? Well, I mean, it was posted one decade ago. That's how they <laughs> measure time on <laughs> Yahoo Answers. Dude, Yahoo Answers rules. Do you remember the heyday of Yahoo Answers? Yeah, that's how I... It was I've... just the most unbelievable shit. That's how I found out. Any Anyway, Ellen DeGeneres. What were we saying about her? Oh, she ever? She shit on a coffee table? Yeah. She, she started that Porsche trend. laid underneath? Yes. Yeah, she started that. Yeah. But she's being canceled. People are people hate Ellen now, which is very funny to me. Yeah. Because she was America's sweetheart for right. our, our whole lives. Well, I was at uh, the doctor's the other day, mm-hmm. and Ellen was on TV. Yeah. And these shows now are just these hosts sitting in their mansions talking to a camera. Oh, okay. Like, have you seen Stephen, Stephen Colbert's show? I've seen clips, yeah. It's, uh, it's brutal without the laughs you know at least bill maher does this funny thing where he'll show like an audience from like the 40s or something yeah with a laugh track yeah and it it sounds cheek and it's the mixing's done well it actually sounds like he's making these people laugh but just watching somebody just their jokes just land with a thud yeah you need it you need that yeah that laugh track tim dylan tweeted something a while ago about how like it really 
um, exposes how a lot of these people are nothing. They have nothing going on. It's all just smoke and mirrors and makeup and set design. Interesting, Tim Dillon. I think they're talented, actually. Mm -hmm. I think they're very talented. I, I don't talk shit like that, you know? I just yeah, would yeah, never. Yeah. I think that's very uh, right. day, day classic. It's beneath us. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know, to each their own. If you want to be mm-hmm. that kind of that kind, you want to be comedian. that kind of guy, Tim Dillon. <laughs> Tim Dillon recently unfollowed me. We're in a feud. That's uh, <laughs> that's what we're without getting into specifics. Um, and now I just troll him. But um, what were we saying? Shitting on a glass. We're all over table. the place uh, today. I feel like we need to regroup. We found out what a glass bottom Oh, speaking of shit. Boat is. Yes. We just went to uh, Sauce, mm-hmm. which is a delicious pizza restaurant around here. I Catherine only, hated it. Yeah, it was okay. I only eat at, at restaurants that are highly rated by Barstool Sports. Yeah, we watched a Barstool <laughs> Sports review. That's my New York and Sauce experience. got a 9.1, which is unprecedented. Yeah, and uh, it's wrong, I think. But I haven't had my second slice yet, the other slice. I really like it. I like the thin crust. I mean, we were just talking about this. Other great places in New York, though. Vinny's on, I want to say, first? Don't snap in my face. Don't. (laughs) This is how, like, non-binary people give applause. (laughs) It's just non-binary people. You know what I'm talking about when I say that. (laughs) You know what uh, I'm getting at. Um, yeah, Vinny's with the... It's got like the mob guys painted on the oh, wall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's very That's good. on first. Mm-hmm. That's probably up there for me, mm-hmm. one or two. And then there's a place on 72nd Street, which I don't know the name of it, but it's delicious. And you like Spagon, Spumoni <laughs> Gardens. L&B Spumoni Gardens. Yeah, that's your favorite. That also, is authentic Vin- um, Italian cuisine. You know it's legit when the owner gets shot in the face. Uh outside the restaurant say what now yeah the owner of spumoni gardens was shot to death and they found him with a pile of cash in his hand nice it does feel very (laughs) mafia yeah there's a mafia vibe yep um but what was the other one i was gonna say the other pizza joint yeah two bros oh uh well paulie g's is great oh but that's more like because you got to make a distinction between like street pizza yeah and then, like, sitting down and getting, like, truffles and honey yeah. drizzled on it and shit. That's, That's Pauly G's. Yeah. Pauly G's has a regular, like, what do they call it? Like, I don't Sliced know. Storefront. Joint. Yeah. Yeah. But I've never been to that one, so couldn't speak to it. But Pauly G's, the sit-down place, is great. Great ambiance. Pauly comes over and talks to you. Yeah. You asked me the other day what my favorite culture was. I think Italian's up there mm-hmm. for me. Well, first I ask you what the worst culture is. No, we didn't. Yes, I did. I yes, I did. And we agreed. <laughs> we said it in unison. <laughs> we were watching 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> I don't recall. Um, Not to the best you said of Italian? my knowledge. Yeah. Italian. Well, Japanese. Japanese is up there. is pretty superior uh, at everything. <laughs> but... Uh, for my taste, mm-hmm. and perhaps it's a, a little bias, but I, I like Italian. Are we talking out of pocket to say that, like, if your culture requires women to completely cover themselves, then you're you're gonna rank lower 
Um, yeah, I think that for me, yeah, like if I'm being honest sure. and I'm going to be completely frank here, that is a factor. Yeah. I do take that into consideration. Right. But, but if you can have more than one wife, mm. kicks it up a notch. You Why would to, you want more than one wife? I don't truly. know. I don't want a wife. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I keep teasing the giant turd we saw on the street. Oh my That's God. That's why I brought up we were going to get pizza. We came back. I was like, I want to show you the sights. Yeah. What they're doing like, with the neighborhood. He was like, babe, I have to show you something Well, I special. told you about it last night. Cover your eyes, babe. I have a surprise There for is you. a, I mean, I'm not this guy. I don't like like poo-poo pee-pee humor but you do the other night i was i was going out to get some dry cleaning done and i crossed the street and there is this shit log (laughs) on the sidewalk that defies logic i mean at first you're like okay big dog but then it's too it's it's not it's a human shit yeah and whoever's shit it is it's human died nearby yeah you know what i mean split in twain <laughs> like in uh what's that movie 13 ghosts tony shalhoub gets cut in half i've never he seen does, the film he gets cut in half um it's not not like it's so hard to explain not like top to bottom where yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Top, it's hot like, dog ways <laughs> dog <laughs> where he gets like it's like if two glass doors slid right onto you and split you like that okay and then he just peels apart sure so that's what happened to that person yeah, yeah, after yeah. they took a giant dump um, unbelievable and shaped like a pine cone too like like it has uh ridges and things. yeah like a stegosaurus yeah that person as i said before has a perforated colon right to be sure it's kind of <laughs> it's like this i mean this number one should be local news there should be somebody. Yeah, that, that's how you know this. local news is dying. Yeah, that no, there's not somebody on the this scene. This is serious. You know? Prince dead, and then the local news has been. They, these big corporations absorb these local news stories. And now they're just talking about yeah. you know what neoliberal bullshit. When the real news, you want to do some investigative reporting. Yeah. Find out where this man or woman is. What if it's a woman? That would be impressive. Yeah. That would break some kind of glass ceiling. Right. Like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Glass yeah. toilet bowl. A glass coffee table. <laughs> 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 that would literally break a glass coffee because table. i think the whole thing with the glass coffee table is you like like <laughs> i don't know you like you're laying under the glass coffee table and the turd so it's got so much mass it's that just, it just like, breaks it it hits, hits with a thud or what if it doesn't even break but it just like splinters the way glass it hits with a thud and then it just like spider webs out yeah <laughs> did you ever when you when you live with your parents did you have a window in your house where birds would fly into it um I think that happened in my my school elementary school classroom a few times. Never at my house. We had this big window, and like birds would. That's Just, the sound it would make yeah. when a bird hits the window. <laughs> I think you know when there's like a high profile like rape or murder, and it's like, and the suspect, uh, the the victim bit off the suspect's finger, and he got away. But like some guy whose finger is bitten off has to go to the hospital. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then they arrest him because they know it was him. Right. This person probably had to go to the hospital yeah, with, a, yeah. like a, with a, you know, just torn up inside. I did see a guy wandering around just wearing a hospital gown the other day. Like the back him. was open. Yeah. That was him for yeah. sure. Well, case closed. When I was younger, do you remember the website ratemypoo.com? Yes. <laughs> I went on that a lot in the 90s and 
early aughts. See, I never, I'm not a big poop guy. I don't, I don't, it's not funny not to me. A huge poop guy. I'm not a big poop guy. Really? I get poop culture. <laughs> I understand it. If you're part of poop culture, you, you know, respect to it. each their own, but yeah. just never spoke to me. I get it. Like, I get that it's, um, funny. No, I'm saying I get that it's not, uh, appealing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cheap and right. childish. There's a podcast that we, uh, hate listen to sometimes not listen to it but we, we listen to clips and it's like it's very popular and it's all that shit like i fingered a girl on her period and then yeah. i farted during sex Ew, and everyone's like this is so great oh yeah there is there that, see this is the problem i'm not saying uh poop isn't funny but poop on its own isn't funny and there is this type of sense of humor that a lot of comedians have that you were just describing where it's like, if I say something fucking foul, that's the joke. Yeah. It doesn't have to be funny. It's just like, I ate a girl out on her period and then she shit in my face. Isn't that? Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> and they all just start cracking up. Right. Like, what? Yeah. Not not everybody. I think that's a, a um, acquired taste. I suppose. Um. Speaking of stand-up, I'm, I've been doing it again. I've done it a few times in the park, and oh, boy. Not so good? It's tough, yeah. my friend. <laughs> I wish he wouldn't call me that. <laughs> Buddy, I'll tell you what. Stop it. Guy. Uh, yeah, it sucks, man. You do it in Central Park. The, I, the same infant keeps coming to all my fucking shows, sitting right up front in his, in his stroller and judging me. <laughs> Does he cry? Um, not during my set. He cried during somebody else's set. But I mean, but just think about that. Like the appeal of stand-up comedy is it's like seedy and it's at night and you're in a back smoky room having drinks. And now it's, it's like birds chirping yeah, and you can smell the fre- fresh cut grass and you got to go up there and be like, hey, bleh, porn. Bleh, bleh. Didn't you say a dog ran up to you and gave you its ball? Yes. <laughs> it's heinous dude yeah i'm not saying so i've said this a million times but there's a very specific environment that needs to be in place for a good comedy show to happen and this is this has nothing to do with the fact that it's cool yeah it's low ceilings darkness but good lighting on stage yeah people are packed close together because you need to feel anonymous and the Audience needs to become one unit that can laugh together as a whole. And when you're out in the middle of a park on a beautiful day where the sound is just going all over the place, it's never going to be good. It's never, There's it a, might be okay at best, but it'll never right. be good. There's a documentary called I Am Comic. And in the documentary, they, uh, some, some comedy club lets Todd Glass redesign their club. And he does all that. He's like, no, darker. We need it darker. Yeah. He's like, you can get maybe, I don't know if he does like candles on the table or whatever. He he mm-hmm. does a, he rearranges all the seating. He changes the stage. And from what I've heard, that is still considered one of the best clubs to perform in now. Yes, yeah. Because a comic designed the it, setup. It's why I think New York Comedy Club is really great. It's why the old stand, in my opinion, was yeah. fantastic. You're in the like new a stand. Cave. I, haven't, I haven't even been to the main room. Neither have I. Yeah, so it might be. But that upstairs room. Whew. Yeah, exactly. Because you're in like you're on you're display. In a fish bowl. You're in yeah. an exhibit. It's like a back room with all glass. So everyone eating in the restaurant or at the bar can see what's going on and kind of hear. You can be so distracted. The and, stage is too big. And it's fully lit. The audience yeah. is never 
in the dark. Your audience needs to be anonymous so that they laugh at things that are problematic or whatever, you know? Yeah. They're just feeling the visceral, um, you know, reaction. They're not right. going over everything. If you got a spotlight on the audience, then they, they're like, they're self-conscious. They're yeah. aware that other people are looking at them. Exactly. I was a... They're not a mass. You want a mass of people. Exactly. You want them to cease to be individuals and start to be, you know, a that's, clan. Yeah, that's where the anonymity... Anonymity. God damn it. Anonymity <laughs> comes in so that they can laugh together. Uh, I got caught on the train with a coworker leaving work once and we were both like, oh, hey there. And so we had to make conversation for a few stops and we started talking about comedy. And he said he went to a show at the new stand in the upstairs room and it was one of the worst shows he's ever been to. And yeah. not because of the comedians, but he mentioned just like the environment was very uncomfortable yeah it wasn't they never really well, got when you it. go to a show you want to be the audience you don't want to be the performer and there's this weird thing that happens where you you suddenly become the center of attention because you're so well lit and yeah. you're like i didn't sign up for this that's why people who sit in the front row and get shit all over i mean i still <laughs> feel feel bad for those people I know. you know i do Even it as a every comedian, time i still see myself in that person and not the person on stage saying i was thinking when about- you kill yourself Exactly. I mean, except I, I do that. But all you the time. do that. I do that all the time. But it's hilarious when you do it. But I was thinking about it, and I was just like, I tweeted this. I deleted it because nobody. Liked I saw it. that. I, that was a great tweet. Well, nobody liked it, and I get weird about. I never. I've tweeted this before. I don't delete tweets because I'm ashamed of them. I delete them because none of you deserve them. Uh, anyway, there was a. There's a feeling I I was thinking about picking on somebody in the front row simply because they had the audacity to go out and have a nice time. Yeah. They're like, I want to go out with my friends and have a laugh. And I'm like, hey, fuck yeah. look at your fucking shirt. What right. are you doing? Oh, is this a first date? Mm-hmm. But you <laughs> also, I mean, you do pick on people for no reason. And it's funny, but you also pick on people that have been fucking with everybody else That's like true. my instinct is to be like just ignore him yeah. maybe he'll shut up you watch other people set and if those people get heckled you're like i'm coming i'm coming for you yeah i do and uh, then as soon as you get on stage you go what's your fucking deal let's get into it you piece of shit and it's do. wonderful to watch thank you I, because because they're usually like that type of guy mm-hmm. is a usually a big dude and you're so slight uh-huh. and well, a lady i used to so, be yeah, now you're fat, but <laughs> <laughs> you just watching you dismantle them is a funny juxtaposition. I do like to Power employ dynamic. swift justice in my crowd work. I have <laughs> something I, I used to say to people that I now go, why would you ever say that to somebody? Is I would I would be like, oh, are you, you're drinking? What are you drinking? Blah, blah, blah. I'd find somebody who wasn't drinking and they'd be like, oh, I don't drink anymore. And I would go, why did you hurt your family? <laughs> <laughs> and then they have to be like 50-50. It would be like people would laugh or the other half of the time people would just be like, I'm not answering yeah. that question. <laughs> Do you tell them they should drink? They should start drinking? Yeah. Have you ever done that? Yes, yeah. I have done yeah, yeah. that for sure. Or you also tell couples to break up. I do tell them to break up all the time. You, <laughs> you guys try should to get them to break up. You should up. break up tonight. <laughs> Wonderful. But yeah, the thing about going back and doing these um, park shows is that not only is it the worst environment of all time to do comedy, I'm talking about like an elderly couple picnicking, uh, you know, 
teenagers, children, little toddlers playing and stuff. And you're just like, fuck, I don't, because I haven't done it so long, I can't just um, start riffing. I have to do these like really dark or bizarre jokes. Yeah, yeah. And they're not going to be well received by <laughs> by elderly people who did not know that a show was going to happen mm. here. They thought they were going to go out, you know, have a nice time in this and they're also uh, they live on the upper east side too so yeah. they're not like the most they, they don't relate to me in any capacity i'm like hey we're all poor right and they're like no actually i'm a rockefeller so <laughs> not I, at all i don't know what this means and so like and then the other thing is i'm so fucking rusty man it's like if you people i've heard this a million times people say like if you take a week off stand-up comedy the next time you do it, it's like you've never done it before. That I you and think it's, it's been five months. I think it's fair and accurate. Although I I get a little bit resistant when I hear that, and I think of like Jerry Seinfeld's rigid rules for like you can't even you headline a club until you've been doing it ten years or something. Well, yeah, it's not a that, it's not a rule. It's a feeling. Don't you feel that way? Like you know when you're they call it um uh, I forget what they call it, road something road strong or something like that road where or something. maybe maybe that's it but like <laughs> roadhead w- roadhead that's it when you blow somebody in a car <laughs> yeah. that's, that's it. what makes you a that's good comedian it. yeah you have to blow someone while they're driving right and then you'll become a good comedian yeah um you can start with us i but fun fact i know a girl who gave her boyfriend roadhead when we were in high school is my sister's friend and he crashed into a tree hell yeah that's awesome <laughs> they're fine rest in peace <laughs> Um, no, but you know what I mean? Like when you do comedy a bunch in a Mm -hmm. row, like they road, whatever, because you're on the road and you're doing say three shows a night Uh all over the country, something happens, something clicks in your brain where all of a sudden you're just way more comfortable. You're fucking around. You don't care. You don't care about the stakes. And, uh, what makes something funny, part of it is being comfortable in your own skin allowing yourself yeah. to roll with the punches. But when you don't do that, now you're just up there just reciting shit. Like you're giving a, a valedictorian speech at your, you know, graduation yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's stilted and shitty. Ian. <sighs> That's it. Ian. I, well, it's been so long for me since I've done it. Like you're getting back up there and it's twice. I've done rough. it twice. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't, I haven't experienced that because for a while, I was on like a stretch for a while where I was performing at the very minimum twice a week, but like three to four times a week for a while yeah. for like two years. And now I haven't done it in like five months. Right. So that's part of the reason why I'm like resistant to it. You I'm, start to feel all these I nervous know. tics that you got over years ago yeah. that you already conquered, you know? <sighs> oh, what the fuck? My knees are shaking yeah or something. my legs used to shake when yeah. i started doing open that's mics. not what happens to me but yeah i forget words or i go away i go yeah. like oh no what am i even saying you know i have a hard time focusing you know when you're just reciting your jokes but in the back of your mind you're, you're just like alarms going off and you're totally thinking something else yeah, like yeah, fuck yeah. this i i don't know if i can handle that anymore because i can't help i like you know the look on somebody's face not only are they like not really enjoying your set, but they're like detached. No, they're like s- no. staring at the wall. No, I, usually people are cracking up. Okay. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. And so I don't, 
that. Are you saying are you saying you can't be like in a time where everything's kind of depressing, you can't take on another thing? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just saying I don't know if I could handle it anymore. I think that would derail me. Cause I get you know I'm also very ADD, so yeah. I see somebody not looking, and then I'm like, what? I would like stop mid sentence and be like, what are you doing? What's going on here? Sure. And then you know I can't think on the floor. Yeah, anymore. you're one of these people that uh, will single out the one person that's not enjoying your shit, yeah. and then ruin the show for everybody else <laughs> uh-huh. while you interrogate them, even <laughs> yeah. though they were having a good time. Um, yeah. Yeah, and another thing I realized, well, didn't real. I've always known this about myself is I am not a natural performer. I don't like people looking at me. I'm mm-hmm. fucking like try to climb into my own pee hole and disappear type Ooh, of guy. Yeah. And um so comedy in general has just been a never ending battle of rolling that boulder up the hill. Yeah. And I've lost all progress on that. And I go to a show and I see these other people that we know that we're friends with and you're like, oh, these are the motherfuckers that were like putting on the play for their parents every night. And before they did comedy, they were, you know, tap dancing or whatever the fuck. And they've always been natural performers. So mm-hmm. coming back to it is just kind of like a, a fish to water. Maybe they're rusty in terms of writing jokes or whatever. But as far as performing, they're like, oh, I am. They all have the same joke. Everybody has... There's there's all these new kind of like hack jokes that are out there. And the new one is like, this has been hell for me because I haven't been getting the attention I want. (laughs) And, you know, a a version of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time I hear that, I'm like, see, this is where... We differ. We differ. (laughs) I don't want anybody to look at me ever. I just happen to love this art form and want to contribute to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's a serious conundrum on your part. It really is. I don't know how to help you. Well, I mean, all this is a conundrum where you're like, do do I want to do this anymore? Does it exist anymore? Yeah. Is part comedy, I mean, is that a good idea? No. Is any of this a good idea? But then, like I said to you, the problem is um, it's an identity problem because I don't, I don't want to just be some guy that goes to work. I want something yeah. else. You want some other adjective to describe you. you if gotta, you're traveling the world and doing something cool. You got to you know. start like stomping on cakes for Japanese men on the internet. What? No. It's a niche thing. There's probably a big market for it. Not for dudes. Men's feet. Women. women. You know, women aren't I as... I have beautiful feet though. I have beautiful feet. I also do. <laughs> Why do you have to always one-up me with your thing? Because Why can't I you just... started this relationship by going, I'm the one with the beautiful feet. But when, have you seen my when feet? When we met. Stunning. They're stunning. Okay. I could use a haircut, but that's about <laughs> it. They're hairy. Yeah. But perfectly proportional, you know? People get these mangled, like, chicken's feet feet yeah. these clubbed feet everyone in my family besides me has a second toe longer than their big toe oh my god and that god. should be illegal really that should we, that should, means get, you're, we should get rid of those yeah people. disgusting what is that it means what? you're gay or something yep you're saying we should get rid of gay people <laughs> oh no, no you said they no remember if your hand is bigger than your face you're gay i when in, i was a kid they said it was cancer Oh yes, cancer. Yeah. That hurts. I've heard that one too. So bad, by the yeah. way. It feels like you're breaking your nose. Right, and you have to laugh because. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Because of social things. Yes. Fucking people in their like tweens or whatever are just chimpanzees. They're mm-hmm. monsters. They're testing each other's like authority, yeah. and like they're full of fear and rage and hormones. Yeah. Um. What else? Um, 
There was a social media challenge this week. That oh, was, I did want to talk about this. You didn't? I did want. Okay. I did want to talk about this. Yes, you go ahead. Um, well, there was a yeah. Everybody was tweeting or not tweeting, writing on Instagram hashtag challenge accepted, <laughs> and then posting a black and white photo of themselves. Yeah, women, women, yeah, women. Go women were doing that, and it's like, what the fuck is this? Like, the timing on this is weird. Uh-huh. Lo and behold. Um, Turkey apparently is dealing with, uh, the murder of women. People are murdering women at an unbelievable rate Mm -hmm. and, uh, they're not getting punished for it. I guess it's like a slap on the wrist to just fucking murder a woman over there. It's even encouraged. Interesting. Um, I don't know all the specifics. I just read an Instagram story, but so the idea was that, uh, you post a picture of yourself the women of Turkey were posting pictures of themselves in black and white because in the news, black and white photos of dead women are always showing up. So these are the people who died this week okay, from femicide. Mm-hmm. And um, so the idea is like it could be any of us. Yes. Even that's a little fucking obnoxious because it's like, ah, but it's not. Are you afraid or do you want to post a cute picture of yourself? But American women were like, we're posting cute pictures of ourselves and then Challenge just accepted. went crazy with it um i didn't get the memo about the nominating each other for the challenge oh it's it's ice bucket challenge I, rules yeah apparently and all of my evites got lost in the mail i don't know what the hell i'll nominate you no it's like women nominating other women this is what happens when you only hang out with your boyfriend whatever i only hang out with you <laughs> <laughs> but now I don't get nominated two-way for street. selfie challenges. People were like, I'm so inspired by the following women. I feel like I like to uh, think I like to think in my heart that everyone knew that I would never do that in a million years. Everything Not- always points back to cute pictures. Yeah. You know? How can we find a way? Showing my ass for Black Lives Matter. <laughs> People did it. Yeah. People continue oh, to do it. Now that I have your attention. Yeah. They tattoo arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor around their asshole. It's like, <laughs> I'm an activist. Right. Like that woman who, who was like spread eagle on the streets of Portland, mm-hmm. standing off with all the all the cops. That was unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously pro-protester in Portland. What is the message <laughs> there? Uh, I, these are the moments where somebody wants that... Getty image watermark right. photo of themselves. Yeah, they the, be the, the, face of the daisy in the gun barrel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And by daisy how... I mean clam. <laughs> the clam. <at> the... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to recreate that photo and just like spread my asshole open in front of a bunch of rent-a-cops at the mall. <laughs> <laughs> With one fist up. You're just yeah, like... yeah. <laughs> uh, Doing my part. <laughs> It is amazing. You know, I mean, and it's a, it's a great trick because you can't knock it if it's activism. It's, if it's for a good cause, you look like an asshole for mocking it. But people have found ways to, like, do 50-50 activism and narcissism. Yeah, you're right. You can't be like, hey, fuck you for trying to raise awareness right yeah they're good causes i mean although the challenge accepted thing was not it was like right 
It was that was so thinly well, well, the veiled. Well, the way you phrased it is like, I I want to nominate strong women. Yeah, they're like people I, that inspire me. I honor all women by posting this professional headshot of my my airbrushed face. Yeah, everyone's like, good for you, yeah. Kirsten. We we can see through it. We know what you're doing. You're not going like, here's a photo of. Uh, a friend of mine first of all that's what you would do post a picture of somebody else and it's like here's yes. a friend of mine volunteering at a soup kitchen you know in an impoverished neighborhood doing good work here's my friend in her scrubs because she's a fucking doctor it's yeah. like no here's the thing i took with the ring light you know in my, <laughs> yeah, in my yeah, apartment yeah. studio because i just focus on my goddamn face all day yeah yeah that is a really good point i didn't think about that it if do you guys actually cared about this challenge? Do somebody else. That's not you. Do yeah. a woman that you care about. Also, it's just I'm so tired. So tired of women on the internet. Yeah, it's enough already. Get off the internet, ladies. <laughs> uh, I just... The, everyone's lying lately. And by lately, I mean like the past five years about their intentions about like even a lot of this like aren't men terrible thing everyone's just trying to get ahead in their own way yeah i mean i don't know if you want to talk about it but uh you want to talk about burger records sure because i started reading about what happened there burger records is an independent uh label for like punk bands and like indie bands and they do a lot of like garage rock and post-punk shit and they recently disbanded because of all these sexual allegations against the creators of burger records and the musicians there's Mm -hmm. like three or four bands that got a lot of shit and i fucking i love a lot of the bands around that uh, yeah me too uh, record company like habibi and shannon and the clans uh, yeah you know the thing about because I was trying to figure out are these are these um, bands actually on the record label? Yeah. And what I learned while reading it was that the thing with Burger Records is they allowed the bands to retain all their music, and it was it was very much like we'll put out some albums for you if you want, but you're yeah. not like beholden to us. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were doing that while they were raping. So. Yeah, that's not nice. Yeah. But it's kind of a wash. No, I, what happened? What actually happened? Uh, well, it seems that um, what people are saying is that they kind of fostered an environment of toxic masculinity where they were allowing yeah. people to prey on, I think a lot of it was like underage shit. Yeah. And um, some of it, some of the accusations are pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. And there's like three or four bands. and Black Lips were one of them, by the way. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um. But this is a that was a massive record label. They had all kinds of people that were coming through there. And what what I read was that some some of the accusations are just such horseshit. They're just like it's like I was twenty one and he was twenty six and there was a power dynamic because, you know, he's in a band called the Butts or whatever <laughs> that plays in some fucking warehouse every Tuesday. And it's like that's the same it's it's the equivalent to the, you know, I'm doing feminism by by posting a picture of how hot I am. It's like stop injecting yourself yeah. into these situations where you're where you're um, 
taking away from the people that really need a voice right. you know yeah no, so I'm, i don't even know you because it kind of mirrors the comedy community and that like there are assholes in comedy there are a handful of them that have yeah. done some heinous shit mm-hmm. but then you're throwing your fucking hat in with the with the people that are actual victims yeah and you see this all the time on twitter it's like so-and-so put their hand on the back of my chair and asked me if i if i wanted a drink but i was only 20 can you believe that he's yeah. already raped me essentially and it's like like, uh, dude that's i mean many people have said this before but that is why there is a little something slightly insulting about the use of the term me too because it just sounds like you're dismissing somebody's story right just like oh Oh, yeah yeah yeah, me too yeah Yeah, yeah, me too yeah 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 Yeah, all of us yeah me too yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, me too me too actually i'm gonna tell my story now so are you done (laughs) yeah was there more to that i mean pretty good but (laughs) somebody's trying to tell you about their assault and then imagine a room full of people just shouting over you their own story of assault uh but the one kind of funny not funny at all but like kind of funny thing that happened was one of our our favorites no bunny yeah he (laughs) he canceled himself he he has done some heinous shit right because he goes he came out with a statement where he goes hey uh i wasn't named uh but i'm just gonna quit being a band i'm quitting music gotta go bye yeah yeah, yeah. i was like what not important why what did you do (laughs) right i quit forever i quit quit music music (laughs) he just he deleted all social media he basically deleted his existence and just like put a fucking bindle over his shoulder and walked into the desert he's just like nope i'm out of here if you google image no bunny it's like me in the front row of a concert yeah he's screaming in a gimp mask <laughs> and i'm just like yeah i'm on board with this yeah i mean i from what i could gather and i really don't know because i was just searching his name on twitter but people yeah. were saying maybe some underage stuff went okay. down and i think that was a big complaint overall with the garage bo- garage um band garage rock i guess scene is that because it's you know it attracts high school girls Mm -hmm. this was around i don't know i want to say like 2013 or something there was this kind of pretty cool underground post-punk garage rock scene in california this is where burger records is located they're Mm -hmm. also a record um store oh okay and like a they sell like tapes too um that was like a big scene over there. And they came out with a lot of great, weird, interesting underground shit in a time where everything was kind of either hip hop or just overly produced pop bullshit. Mm-hmm. And a lot of great stuff came out. But um, mostly it it attracted apparently a lot of like underage high school girls. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's that's something that's I don't know how to word this like. You have to be aware of that, right. you know, legally, you have to, like, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you, ha- I, I didn't know you have to be 18 to get into the club, so how was I supposed to know? It's no, like, you didn't. That was the other thing. It was uh, like all age shows yeah. attracted these young women. But It's um, also just a weird, that when you get into that counterculture, groupies involved, yeah trash drugs yeah Yeah. it gets real debaucherous right and you could be and apparently the well the accusations are they kind of fostered a environment for that shit to go down and it's very specific to like the creators and then like three or four bands what i worry about is like we're gonna throw the baby out with the bathwater, and 
like because there's so much great music there. A lot of people don't aren't even necessarily um, on the label or yeah. have ever been on the label, but are kind of affiliated. You know, like um, uh, I don't know, like King King Con and the Barbecue Show. And, yeah, it's just and like Habibi the same. and like well, Habibi is Burger Records. We saw them at the Burger Records right. show. In Coney well, Island. not now they're probably not. I don't I think their not. second album was. Yeah, Habibi is fantastic. That's that was my- such a cool community. Remember when we saw the whole show on uh, Coney Island? Coney Island, it was great. All kinds of weird um, Daddy Longlegs. That's where we first saw Daddy, Lo- Daddy Longlegs. Oh, yeah. Daddy Longlegs is maybe my favorite band yeah. to see live. They're the best. Oh, but, wait. Um, are they Burger Records? They, they they were at that concert, so I got to imagine they're at do, least affiliated. Do they get in trouble? No. Okay, good. It was like the Growlers... The the black lips, one of the guys in the black lips. Um, Uh-oh. Yeah, I don't know. A few other, a few other bands I, I I didn't even know. Because Burger Records also put out a bunch of shit. I mean, if as long as you're not, if this is all just age stuff, the like let alone you doing something like really horrific to somebody against their will, that's totally different. But like, how hard is it to just like if somebody looks very young? Just ask them if they're 18. Just yeah. let that, just slide that into conversation. Right. It's not like you're asking to sign a consent form. Like you're, you're, you'll feel it out, but don't, you know, if somebody looks a little young. Yeah. Seems easy. You know, that's like, that's the, the line you don't cross. They laid it out for you. It's illegal yeah, to yeah. have people have sex with people underage, with, have sex with people underage. What? Where I think we get into the woods a little bit is the power dynamic yeah. stuff. That's like a that gets a little slippery. Where it's like, what what does that even mean? There simply can't be consent because he's in a band and I'm not. What does that mean? So like, if you say you're a, a musician with a, a mild amount of popularity, are you, do you have to just become a monk and like not or like a eunuch? And not have sex with anybody? I don't get it. Do you I have mean, to only have sex with people? You're like a juror. You know how a juror can't know about the case? <laughs> you, you, you can have sex with somebody who's never you, heard of your yeah, band. Yeah, you have to test them and make sure they've never heard of you. Yeah. And you have to like... Or you can only have sex with people, women, who are in more popular bands. So they're more or powerful. more powerful like Nancy Pelosi or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you can only have sex with Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> If you're in a band, this these are the rules. Yeah. It's, a, it's a devil's bargain. You are a famous musician, but you have to have sex with Nancy Pelosi right. and well, Nancy she's got Pelosi big fat only. naturals. That's true. Um, Clem from uh, Cherry Glazer mm-hmm. is involved with this whole Burger Records scandal. I love and Cherry I ha- Glazer. Yeah, I haven't read her um, whatever, her story. I Wait, don't even know she if it's... did she Me Too somebody? Or did she... No, she was Me Too'd, I assume. Oh, okay. Which... Uh, yeah, that's terrible. Cause yeah, Bert, um, uh, uh, Cherry Glazer is the best. They're Fucking great. Heavy rotation for me. Yeah. So. So. Whoever did that to Clem, you gotta deal with us. With the Suicide Pact with the crew. Suicide Pact. You have to join our Suicide Pact. What else is going on? Um, um, Donald Trump's not gonna leave office. <laughs> I wrote down some other shit. I have something to talk about, but it's a little. It's light. It's not good. Um. I discovered a new television show that I made you watch every single episode with me in a row. Oh, yeah. Love on the Spectrum. I didn't want to watch that at first because 
if you don't know, it's a show about um, autistic people going on dates. Yeah. And to me, it felt like TLC freak showy. No, not not after we watched yeah. it, but like the trailer, I was like, "What?" It's just like, yeah, like what are we gonna like, do next? Like, oh, fucking Down syndrome person goes shopping. We're gonna yeah. follow them around. What's that gonna be like? Bet it'll be wacky. Yeah, but yeah. it wasn't like that at all. It was really good. It was really good, and it made me learn a lot about autistic people that I didn't know. Anytime in the past that I've referenced autistic people in a kind of flippant way, I just mean people who are mean to me at open mics, <laughs> <laughs> not these angels. They're so so interesting and like they're also even people like heavily heavily on the spectrum they're also not as like emotionally clueless as you'd think you know or as like people well as they get older because a lot of them are in their like 20s maybe late teens Mm -hmm. they desperately want to know yeah what it's what it's like to read facial expressions yes. or to to um engage with somebody on a very personal level and and they have this aptitude for focusing yeah so like once you're like hey this is how you do this they're like all in they're ready to go exactly the thing is it's, it's just that they learn differently it's not that they can't mm-hmm. they just learn differently and so when they know what to focus on and they're sort of guided in the right direction, they can pick it up pretty easily. Yeah. It is very interesting watching this sort of like bare bones level of somebody explaining to them what dating is all about. And they're like, you sit down and you ask somebody questions about themselves until you guys find common interests. Yeah. And then <laughs> you discuss it. the common interests. Yeah. And once they discover that, you're watching these dates and you're like, these people are like professional daters. Yeah. They're killing it. They until, it. you know, until they have until a- there's a loud, until a, a <laughs> plate falls and they have to <laughs> <laughs> be escorted off the premises because <laughs> they're hitting themselves or whatever. It's not funny. It's, it's not, not funny. funny. No, it's not. I also really enjoyed some of the parents. Of these like highly autistic people, like you think uh, a lot of them are like helicopter parents who have to be involved in everything they do and and sort of treat these adults with kid gloves. But there was this one set of parents who were really chill and they just like laughed at at everything their son said. And yeah. they're like, he's just so I can't imagine not having a Michael around. Well, it's, the the so other silly. guy though, like the um. I don't know how to describe whether he was attractive. Oh, the, the hot, ho- the, the hot, hot guy. guy. Yeah. Um, he was. So he seemed so put together. I mean, clearly autistic. Like mm-hmm. clearly, what they do a lot of these people is they um, emulate television. Yes. And um, you know, actors. So they they have this kind of phony way of speaking. Yeah. Which is interesting because they're trying they're trying to be people you know? yeah after a date that was really awkward and they barely had any conversation he was like wow that was the greatest night of my life i can't imagine having a better time with anybody but you yeah yeah, yeah. so that guy who just like he's sweet like that but yeah. he, has, he just, just has like this hurt in his eyes you yes. know it's just trying his fucking hardest Please. and then they cut to his parents and they explain that like when he was a kid, he was like nonverbal and would scream and yeah. break stuff. So what we're seeing is kind of like the end result of a lot of hard work yeah. and a lot of like quality parenting and right. therapy and stuff. So um, it's not all just like, hey, we're a we're little quirky. Telling jokes. Yeah. Yeah. I That show, though, I could watch a hundred more episodes. Yeah, I hope they do I more want, of them. I want to watch that forever. I just, I, I blew through it in like three hours. 
It's so good. Yeah. Yeah, and it was the whole, I mean, for lack of a better word, spectrum of, they had the whole spectrum represented, you know, so there's like that that Asian kid who Mm -hmm. was like, he was extremely autistic, Mm -hmm. he he had a hard time having conversations with people, but when you sat him down, you could get him, you could could get him to, to talk to you and answer questions and stuff, but at the same time, he was drawing this like unbelievable comic book on the side. Remember oh, that? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, he ended up was like illustrating drawing, a like, book at the end. Big titted anime ladies. Yeah, 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 yes. like superheroes. Yeah. And um, so you got him, and then on the other end of the spectrum, you had that. Uh, I want to say they were like an Italian family. Michael. The, yeah, Michael, yeah. who just talked like this, but otherwise he, you know, he had all yeah. kinds of great interests, and he was thoughtful, and he was funny, and, and he the could. Perfect woman in the entire world is Marianne from Gilligan's Island. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's hot, but not too hot. <laughs> she, yeah, yeah, she's not like unapproachably hot. <laughs> uh. Yeah, we did enough time. If you want to quit, oh, okay, it's up to you. I got to go to fucking work. Do you have anything else you wanted to discuss? I have um, love on the spectrum and the selfie challenge. Naked lady, Portland. No, we did it. Yeah. All right. All right. Till next time. I'm, I'm Catherine Z and I'm Ian Hunt saying Hail, Hail Satan. Satan.